podcasting from my sex writing cave where all the smut happens in real life in my head or on paper, this is the Smutlancer Podcast, a weekly show where we discuss writing and creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. I'm your host and fellow Smutlancer, Kayla Lords. Welcome to episode 22. This week, let's talk about how to keep moving forward when everything seems against you. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smutlancer podcast is produced every Wednesday and show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. Follow me there or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at The Smutlancer. This week's episode is brought to you by Blueberry, a podcasting hosting solution that makes podcasting affordable and easy. If you're thinking of creating audio content and want a hosting service and plugin that integrate with your website and offer great analytics, check out Blueberry. I use Blueberry for this podcast, the Loving BDSM podcast, and the Masturbation Monday podcast, and it's easy, affordable, and has great tech support. Use the code Kayla Lords, all one word, to get one month free to try it out. Again, that's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com and use code Kayla Lords for one month free. So before we get started, I do not know how much my mic is going to pick up, but in the background, a certain John Brownstone is preparing dinner um, and the dog is walking around. Oh, goodness. And somebody has tinfoil in their hand. <laughs> so when we grow up, we hope we have our own office that will double as a studio that we can close a door and record in mostly silence. Um, but until then, we have a huge open plan living room slash dining room slash kitchen. It's all kind of one room and you can hear everything. And somebody, I think, just went into the other room to rip tinfoil. I'm not 100% sure. So there's a little uh, real life uh, realism for you uh, from the Smell Answer uh, podcast. <laughs> He's looking at me like, oh, I have to put this tinfoil down on the pan. It's fine. I've told you. If you hear it, you know what it is. So um, th- this week's episode actually combines sort of two um, things that have been on my mind, which is um, the problem with wanting everything to sort of be perfect um, when it's time to sit down and work. Like I'd love to have total silence in a room where I can shut the door, but we don't have that. Um, then those moments when you just don't feel like you have any time, um, life gets in the way. And then the, the, maybe I can, maybe it's three things. It's the sort of the lack of inspiration. And there's all these things that are getting in your way and you know what you want your end goal to be, right? You know, you want to, um, land a client and start writing for money on a regular basis. You know, you have this website that you want to launch with products and services and you're just not there yet. You have this thing you want to make, you want to create, you want to put out into the world and it feels like everything is getting in your way and stopping you. And I don't want to sort of negate that feeling because sometimes it really does feel like the universe is conspiring against you. Sometimes there's just too much other stuff going on in uh, our lives. And we think, well, I have to deal with the kids. I have to deal with this health issue. I have to do these things for work. I have to do these things with my family. You know, whatever your obligations are, those things don't just magically go away. And many a relationship and family has fallen apart because one member focused on only their goals, entrepreneurial or otherwise, to the detriment of their family. So, you know, we're all trying to find the balance between doing the things that matter to us and building our dreams versus everything else that has to be done. 
But there are a lot of times where we tell ourselves we can't do something, we can't work towards this goal, we can't get it done, we're not getting enough done, we're not achieving our goals and dreams, not because there really is a lot standing in our way, it's because of our perception of what's going on and what we need to be doing. So um, whether you're in a situation where it's lack of inspiration or lack of time or a lot of other obligations, I've got a few tips this week on um, things I personally have done to help myself move forward. So last week, um, if you're listening to this, we're right at the end of June 2018, if you're listening to it when it's mostly a, uh, a new episode. Um, previous week, I was gone, we didn't have an episode, and that's because I was on vacation. Well, part of that vacation, I put air quotes around that because I don't really do vacations, I'm always working on something, um, was supposed to be kind of a two-day what entrepreneurs tend to call a retreat where you're supposed to go away and think about your business and plan for the future and um, sort of set some goals and figure out what direction you want to go in it. And the whole idea of it sounded amazing. And um, the ideal amount of time is 48 hours. And I didn't have 48 hours. I was able to get 24 hours with no kids, no dog, no distractions, no responsibilities. Me and John Brownstone in a hotel with room service so that we didn't even have to go out to eat focusing just on our business and we barely got into the first like two hours and i had a panic attack and then we had to sort of stop everything and lay in a hotel bed and watch bad movies on tv and eat room service and um i was terrified that i had just killed this opportunity to move um, our business and our plans and our dreams and our goals forward. Like I had fucked it all up. Um, first of all, I did not fuck it all up. Um, and second of all, as much as I hope to be able to try that, uh, process of a retreat again in the future, um, what has been moving me forward in the days since and had been moving me forward prior to that 24 hours of goal planning and dreaming and business building and all that good stuff were these things that I wanted to talk about. So, um, start where you are. So if one of these things appeal to you, try it. If all of them appeal to you, try it. If you're already doing all of these things, maybe what you need is a shift and, and to rethink how you see what you're doing. Because the problem is, is we set a goal for ourselves and if we're driven people, and if, if you have set a goal to be a professional smutlancer and make a shit ton of money or to open your own business or to work for yourself or whatever your personal goals are, you're already a driven person. You know, if you have those goals and you're trying to work towards them, you already are, I promise you. So we tend to be really hard on ourselves and we don't think we're doing enough. So you may already be doing these things. And if that's the case, then it's time for sort of a mental shift in rethinking what you're doing. So here are the three things I've been doing and they really um, do help. They're not always easy, um, but that's usually the truth of everything, right? The things that work for us are very rarely easy to do. So the first one is I committed to a single goal, a single task, and it came out of nowhere. It wasn't something I planned for. Um, and I actually tried to commit to two and that didn't work. So I backed it down to one. And that for me right now in the month of June, 2018, um, was to take part in an impromptu blogging challenge started by Hyacinth Jones um, called Write Every Damn Day in June. She was challenging herself to get back into a blogging habit. She's like, can I write every damn day in June? And I read that and I thought, fuck, can I write every damn day in June? Um, now I already professionally write nearly every day, but 
I had felt like my personal blog, KaylaLords.com, was suffering because of that. I've sort of felt like I had lost touch with my blogging roots. I didn't feel like I was expressing myself enough on a personal level. Um, and I know that the power uh, of what blogging frequently can do, not only for audience building and your stats, but the habit and the way you feel about it and, and how comfortable you become with self-expression. So that for the month of June has been my one thing I said I was gonna do. And come hell or high water every day, it is June, I'm looking at my watch right now, it's June 27th while I'm recording. Uh, come hell or high water every single day in the month of June, I've done it. And even if it meant I was blogging at 10 o'clock at night, I did it. Now, thankfully um, it worked out so that I didn't, it's not like I was blogging at 10 o'clock at night every night. Um, that happened, I think, twice. Um, for the most part, because I made it a priority, because I'd set it as the one goal I would accomplish um, this month, above and beyond all of my normal obligations, my client work, my family life, all of that, it was the only thing that I set for myself. Um, it's I have not felt rushed. It's been something I can make a priority. In this case, um, I also had to rethink how I view blogging. For me, it's not a blog unless it's like five or 600 words. That's not actually true. That's in no way true. Um, a picture and a sentence can be a blog post. I follow Seth Godin, who sometimes, yeah, he writes a couple hundred words and sometimes he writes two lines and that's his blog post and it says what he needs it to say. And so I have slowly been sort of retraining myself because this goal was important. So if you don't feel like you're reaching your goals, pick one thing, even if it's just to get yourself back into a habit, maybe you fell off the content creation wagon and you haven't done anything in forever, start small, start with, I'm going to, you know, join in on one blogging meme a week. It can be that simple. It doesn't have to be a huge thing, but it does need to be something you commit to, some small thing for some predetermined amount of time that you see through. Uh, why do I think this matters? Uh, one, because by the time you're done with it, I'm almost done with it. It's June 27th, right? There's that sense of accomplishment. There's that reminder to yourself that you can complete a task, you can complete a goal. And if it's tied to ultimately what you're trying to do, you'll have pushed yourself a little further along the line of what you're trying to do. You'll have, you'll be a little bit more ahead and you'll have done it in one small um, step instead of trying to do all the things all the time, which 99% of us don't have any freaking time for anyway, okay? So I'm already sort of looking around for what I'm going to try and do in July. I do not know if I'm going to keep up writing every day um, going forward in, um, in July, if I'm going to keep up that habit. But I think that I will try to write more often. I will try to blog more often thanks to what I'm doing in June and thanks to Hyacinth, whom I adore. Okay, so number two, uh, and this is a thing I have to remind myself all the time. Um, we have to stop waiting to have massive chunks of time to work on our projects and plans. Sometimes we get lucky, you know, we have a day off where we don't have any major commitments or we can shuffle things around and we can give ourselves that time. Um, sometimes we go on vacation and we, that's part of what we do is we just hole ourselves away with our laptop and we work on our thing. But 90% of the time, we do not have big chunks of time. I know that there are people who look at me and go, well, you work from home, you're a writer already. Yes, but I spend eight hours a day working for clients. I have my own goals and dreams and plans beyond client work. I love my client work. I try to only work with clients I really like. Um, 
but I have my own things and my own dreams for the future that don't involve clients. And I promise you, I never have a huge chunk of time to just work on it. So what I have been doing, and this is straight from, um, Mel Robbins, who I just wrote a blog post, I'll link to it in the show notes page about some resources that I'm loving right now. And they're helping me stay inspired and giving me good ideas and all that good stuff. Um, She talks about in several YouTube videos on her YouTube channel um, that if you commit your first 30 minutes of your day, every day, every workday, essentially, to working on your goal, it makes a difference. And, And from what she has said, the difference is one, you get that sense of accomplishment. You've made yourself, you've gotten something done that you normally wouldn't get done because you keep pushing it to the end of the day. It's that same sort of thinking about why we should all exercise first thing in the morning. So we don't um, come up with excuses about why we shouldn't do it later in the day. Um, But two, you've made yourself the priority. You've made your dreams and your goals a priority because the very first thing you did in the morning was work on your stuff. And 30 minutes is, much more doable for most of us than an hour or two hours. Would I love to have two hours to work on the things I'm working on? Oh, hell yeah. But I don't have that. I, during the, we're in the summer months right now and the kids are out of school. Technically I could take that time, but that won't be realistic once school is back in. So I've kept it to 30 minutes because I knew that would be doable 95% of the time. Are there days where maybe I have an 8 a.m. doctor's appointment and I'm not getting up at 4.30 in the morning? Yes, that, that I will skip my 30 minutes on that day. But I always go back to it as soon as I can. So um, what you do with that 30 minutes um, can be whatever whatever it is you need to be. But let me give you an example of how it doesn't have to be a huge, massive crazy big dream thing. So I, as I've mentioned multiple times, I'm running like a a weirdo. I'm running four different websites. Now, all four of those websites I either have plans for or that need work or there's things that need to be done. And um, when you have all of those things that you want to do or you need to do, it can become overwhelming because you think, well, I need, it goes back to needing that big chunk of time, right? I need an eight hour day where this is all I do, except I don't get an eight hour day where this is all I do unless I give it my weekends and that's not good for my health. Um, so then I start feeling overwhelmed at all the things I need to do. And then I start feeling guilty because I'm not working on any of them because if everything is a priority, then nothing's a priority and it's hard to know where to start. So I decided that the thing I need to for, work on first is to make sure all of my websites are um, in good condition, meaning the links are good and the formatting's good and how they look is good and, and the bones of the websites are good before I start adding new things. My first project has been Masturbation Monday. Um, several months ago, the old linky tool that most of us who run blogging memes, we were using like just crapped out on us. So we all switched to a new one. And I have been slowly switching over old Masturbation masturbation Monday post to the new linky tool. It's not hard. It's time consuming, but it's important too, because it it keeps um, the look of the site fresh. It helps me get rid of dead links that no longer work anymore. And it means that if that old linky tool finally craps out forever, I'm covered. I have my current tool and it's right now it's fine. And I pay for it, which makes is what makes me think it's going to last a long time. But that I kept feeling guilt because I wasn't getting any of it done but it needed to be done, but I wouldn't start on anything else because I had sort of decided that needed to be the first thing before I worked on the second thing. Well, if I'm not working on the first thing at all, then nothing's getting done. Well, 
by taking 30 minutes a day. And on days when I can take an hour, I take an hour. But on committing to 30 minutes a day, I'm almost done with that. I'm, I have in a couple of days, by the end of June, I think I will be completely done with that. And I'll be working on the second goal in that 30 minutes a day. I cannot tell you how good it feels to start my day knowing that I've done something productive for me. It is much easier to work on other things for other people um, without, because I, I don't feel guilt and I don't feel anxiety and I'm not wishing I had this time. I've already taken the time. Do I have to get up earlier than I would normally have to get up? Yes, that is part of it. That's part of what makes it hard. It's part of the reason I don't commit to more than 30 minutes. It's summertime. I technically could, I could probably get up at 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning if I wanted to this summer. I'm getting up at 6.30 because from 6.40, once my eyes are open, <laughs> to about 7.15, I'm working on my stuff. And that's all I'm working on. And I'm focusing on me. And it is wonderful. So I definitely recommend that. You will tell yourself, well, I can't get that much done in 30 minutes. But after a week of 30 minutes, you look back at what you've done over that week, you'll get done, get more done than you realize. So there's that. Number three, and this one's hard and it's really hard for me. So I have no doubt it's hard for other people. We have got to focus on the now. Now here's, here's what I mean by that. I'm a dreamer. Um, it took me a long time to realize that about myself because I'm also a planner. And so you would think that I wouldn't be dreaming about stuff if I'm planning, but I think that's part of what makes me a planner. I am looking forward to what I want to accomplish and then I'm setting plans to putting plans together and setting plans in motion to get to that thing I'm dreaming about. The problem, if all you do is plan and all you do is dream of the future of, of what the end result looks like, you might not actually be doing the work that needs to be done to get there. And it's fun. I, I've, I love sitting around talking about how you know, what I, I want to accomplish in a year, three years, five years. I love imagining what that life will look like. Even when I'm not 100% sure, I can even accomplish these goals. It's not stopping me from trying. It does fuel my anxiety sometimes, but it doesn't stop me from trying. And it doesn't stop me from dreaming. What does stop me is when all I'm thinking about are the plans, but not the action behind the plans. And all I'm thinking about is the end result. So there's certainly nothing wrong with dreaming with imagining what life might be like if you accomplish the goal. Uh, what I have learned over time is that it never looks anything like you think it will. <laughs> I promise you I work longer hours and some days I work much harder now working for myself than I ever did working for anybody else. Um, and I did not think it would be that way. I thought I would work less hours. That's so funny of me to have thought that. Um, but there's nothing wrong with dreaming there is something wrong with not doing and not getting yourself there because you're so focused on building this, you know, beautiful path that you forget you have to lay the bricks of the path, right? So I'm working on it. It's not easy. I'm not going to tell you that it's easy. I'm not going to tell you that you'll always get it right, but I am focusing on the now. And the way I have done that is by committing to my 30 minutes every day and to committing to a single goal that is a, a, over and above what I already do. That's something outside of my norm that gets me back to uh, on the path of what I'm trying to do. So blogging every day is something I want to do. Building my audience is what builds the business. You know, 
building my audience builds over time my revenue. Um, people, more people reading blog posts is more people clicking on affiliate links. I mean, that's just basic math, but I have to put in the work. So I blog every day. And even when I don't know what I want to blog about, I sit down at the keyboard and I do it anyway. Um, and that forces me to think of today, not, ooh, July 1st when I'm done with this challenge, but today, because today there's a blog post and I committed to that. Um, knowing I'm gonna do my 30 minutes in the morning, um, right before I start, I'm a little groggy, I'm a little bleary. I don't, I don't sit and for me personally, I don't sit and sip and have a cup of coffee and like take an hour to wake up and then get started. One, because I might never get up. And two, because that pushes back my whole day. I'm, I'm working, personally, I'm on a tight deadline when I do it. I have to get up and get these 30 minutes done now. So everything else falls into place for me. Other people may have more leeway for that. And other people may have actually tighter schedules than I have. But by doing that, I am absolutely forced to focus on the here and now of getting the, those things done, whatever that might be. Um, to backtrack just a little bit, the trick to committing to an earlier wake up time um, and to doing those 30 minutes and to starting my 30 minutes pretty much as soon as I'm out of the bed and I've peed and I've like put clothes on. Um, I actually, my phone is my alarm, but it is not plugged in next to the bed. And I have multiple reasons for that now, thanks to Mel Robbins. That's a topic for another episode, but um, it forces me to get out of bed. And once I'm, me personally, once I'm standing up, I'm up. I'm not laying back down in bed. So that works for me. And that's how I can start it that early. Um, so focusing on the now, um, it is, has been lately what has gotten me moving forward. So am I where I want to be? Of course not. I want everything to go faster. I want to have more time. I want to spend my days working on the things I'm dreaming about because that's what I, you know, that's what I ultimately want to be doing in a few years. I have to be realistic though, and realize that I'm only going to get there by doing little things every day, inch by inch, baby step by baby step. I've said that a few times before. Um, and I do have, I won't call it a, a bonus thing, but more of a piece of advice, maybe a reiteration. I think I kind of said this already, but let's say it again. Um, we've got to stop waiting for inspiration. Inspiration is powerful. Inspiration is what uh, helped make the Smutlancer a reality. If I hadn't been inspired to do a thing based on something else I was seeing, it, it wouldn't exist. Loving BDSM podcast, 130 plus episodes strong now, um, with thousands and thousands of downloads and a huge, strong community of listeners, um, wouldn't be a thing if I hadn't been inspired to have an idea. Okay. So inspiration matters. We are creative people. We create, we make things. So we have to be inspired, but you cannot wait on inspiration to get the work done. Okay. If, if all writing could only be done by inspiration, I would never get a client's piece to them on time. I, Cause if I'm sitting around waiting to be inspired to write about health insurance, Oh, we're going to be waiting a long freaking time. Okay. So Inspiration has its place, but it cannot be the excuse for why you're not getting anything done. If you are waiting on inspiration, you may be waiting a long time. Sometimes it's sitting down if, from a writer perspective, putting your hands on the keyboard and just figuring out what the hell comes out. Will it be beautiful and perfect the first time? Of course not, it almost never is. Um, will it be something you ultimately publish or put out to the world? Maybe not, maybe not. And I know there are people who, feel 
Well, if I write a thing and I'm not gonna publish it, what the hell was the point? The point is the practice. The point is the doing of it to show that you can, to learn that you can. I know many of you sex bloggers out there who don't wanna publish a piece that you don't think is absolutely perfect and that you're positive you have an audience who wants to read it. And to that I say, one, totally understandable. And two, that's not always gonna be enough because those pieces need to be out in the world. Absolutely, they may be what gains you um, the most amount of attention, especially on social media. Make it might get the most amount of shares. It might get the most uh, amount of publicity. But it's those little things that you write in the middle that not everybody reads that are important too. Okay, um, you don't get to eighteen hundred or I'll bet somebody like Molly Moore probably has a th has thousands of posts in her archive. How did we get there? We sat down and we we wrote uh, or we posted pictures or we we did we created our thing, whatever our thing might be. Um, and part of that is for practice because you don't get better at something unless you do it a lot. Um, and part of that is I didn't do this on purpose. I don't think any any of us really do this on purpose. But the more content you put out, the deeper your archive, the higher your numbers. I mean, it's it's truly a numbers game. Um, partly because the more content you're creating, whatever level of content that is, whatever kind of content that is, the more you create, the more search engines just love you. They've got something there to dig into and they can see that you are an active site. Um, the limitless possibilities of ways people will connect with you. You cannot predict how people will connect with you. I've got new readers in the past six months, a year, simply because I talk about my mental health. Like they they came for the mental health, they stayed for the kinky fuckery. And I'm okay with that. I think that's a perfect way to be introduced to the things I do. Um, just like there are people who came for the BDSM and DS uh, relationship advice and stayed for the kinky fuckery. Or they stayed for the mental health, you know, conversation. Or some people stayed for the teach me how to be a writer who makes money thing. You, you cannot predict how somebody will connect with you. So that little musing that you think, well, that's not several hundred words. It can't be a blog post. Of course it can be. And it all becomes useful on some level. And if, and, and I know at this point, I'm probably speaking more directly to sex bloggers and writers, because I think this is probably different for vloggers and certainly for podcasters and um, other artists and creative types. But for writers, the more you write, the better you get, the bigger your audience. It's slow. It's not an automatic. It, there's no magic number. Um, there's no magic number of word count. There's no magic number of how many posts you publish. There's no magic number of uh, how many followers you have. None of there, there isn't. Okay. It's time and effort. And if you're trying to move forward on your goals, you can't wait around to be inspired. You got to sit down and do the work. You know, you've got to um, type out something, even when you're like, oh, shit, I don't even know what's coming out. What am I writing about? What? Um, and it's sometimes going to feel like a slog and sometimes it's not going to be fun. That's the nature of it too. I hope for you and for my sake as well, that most of the time you're having a great time. Most of the time it's fun and exciting. But the reality is, is that it's also work and sometimes it's going to feel like work. And if you don't want to do any of it on the, at the times when it feels like work, you have slowed yourself down. You've slowed down your progress. Um, not only your progress towards your goal, but your personal progress and how good you get and how fast you get. I promise you, blog as, um, or write or create as often as some of us do for as long as some of us do, 
you just automatically become more efficient and faster. You may never be as fast as somebody else. Um, that's that's not the point. You're, we're not competing with each other, but you will be faster than you used to be. If it used to take you a week to create a blog post, maybe it takes you two or three days. Well, guess what? You're down a couple of days. That means you can create more. And then over time, maybe instead of two days, it takes you one day to do it all. Well, guess what? That means you can create even more. And it becomes easier the more you do it. And as it becomes easier, you get better at it and you keep inching forward step by step, okay? And you're achieving those goals. You can't see it when you're in the now. That's what is so frustrating about, you know, being here and now and in the present. Um, But you really are. And how do you know? I said this in a previous podcast. You look back. You measure success differently than having achieved the ultimate goal. You look back at everything you've done. And a month of 30 minutes a day working on my goals, I'm almost done with a thing that I thought I wouldn't ever get done because I couldn't figure out how to get it done. Um, Nearly 30 days of blogging every day, my numbers are not only back up to where they were before my sites crashed back in March, which I'm still kind of bitter about, um, they're getting higher than they were. I'm not doing anything incredibly different. I'm not, I'm certainly not any smarter or any better at writing. I'm not having a lot of sex. So it's not a lot of sexy content being published. The numbers are still going up. So these things matter. Um, Just for a recap, because you know, I like to try and hit the 30 minute mark. Um, Commit to a single task or goal. Um, I I like to do months, but maybe you do a week. Maybe you do two months, whatever works for you, but commit to something blogging meme, uh, blogging challenge, um, a type of writing, a type of creation. Maybe you say you're going to draw every day for, you know, two weeks. Maybe you're going to work on your book, you know, paragraph at a time or a page at a time, whatever it is, commit to some small thing for a certain amount of time. Um, Commit to a small amount of time, 30 minutes, an hour, 15 minutes. If all you've got is 15 minutes, commit to it. Um, if the only time you've got is the time you're riding on a train where somebody else is driving, your mass transit or whatever, then use it, okay? Use what you've got, but make a commitment to it. Um, and while I totally, totally get the dreaming and the, the planning and the looking into the future, start focusing on the now and stop waiting for inspiration because you could go weeks and have no inspiration. And now you have no inspiration, you have nothing created and you have the guilt because I know y'all, you're looking at around going, I haven't done anything. I feel awful. Um, so those are my tips and tricks uh, for the record. Um, all mental and physical health issues have to be taken into account. And when you are going through one of those sorts of things, all bets are off. Take care of yourself first. I promise you. Um, I do not think that we should all pull ourselves up out of the dregs of anxiety or depression and, you know, browbeat ourselves forward into our goals. No, no, no. Take care of you first. But when things are clicking along and doing mostly okay, try one of these things and, and for and give yourself a few weeks, you know, and see if it makes a difference. I really think it will. It has for me. So that's what I got to say about that. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Smut Lancer podcast with me, Kayla Lords. If you like what you just heard, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great info at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow The Smut Lancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm at The Smut Lancer in all three places. Feel free to reach out there or by email at Kayla at thesmutlancer.com with questions or topic suggestions. Thanks for listening. and Let's do this again next week.